You Can Handle Anything, episode number 308. Can you imagine being able to handle anything? And by that, I mean actually being able to deal with the difficult situations in your life without blaming, complaining, and losing control. Hi, this is Shira Gura, and I know firsthand what it feels like to get hijacked by your emotions. But I also know that your emotional reactions can become a habit, which over time can damage your relationships, which over time can sabotage your life. And yet, when you are emotionally equipped with practical strategies you can rely upon to get emotionally unstuck in the moment, you can break those habits, feel in control, and shift into the person you most want to be no matter what. So you can go on living your life on purpose, or what I call living deliberately. And that's what you'll hear all about in this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. And now for today's episode. Hello, my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. So before I get into today's episode, I want to share with you that I just completed leading another challenge, which went really well. I just love leading challenges because the participants in it always get some sort of paradigm shift that wakes them up to how they're living their lives right now. And it offers them ideas for what they can do to shift and improve things in their relationships with others and in their relationships with themselves. And it's really exhilarating to see those awakenings and to witness those people who are ready to take all of this to the next level. Because it's one thing to quote unquote, wake up and realize how you were showing up in your life in one specific area and to kind of dissect it and realize what you can do differently next time. And it's another thing entirely to realize your life isn't going to change much simply by doing a three-day challenge. Change in your life is going to come when you consistently handle the situations that come to you, which are usually by surprise, in a way where you are proud of. And the only way you'll be able to make that change in how you react to things is not by thinking about how you're going to do things differently or hoping that you're going to show up better next time, but by actually learning how to use simple tools and strategies to actually make those changes happen. And that's exactly what we do inside of my program, The Living Deliberately Experience. I personally teach you all of my tools step-by-step, and it's like going on a journey from knowing, in other words, like waking up to your habits and your patterns and knowing what you want to change, and then going to knowing how, like how to actually make those changes, and then finally going to being, meaning showing up as the person you want to be in all areas of your life, not just the one that we looked at inside of the challenge. And in that program, we meet weekly and we workshop together so that you can really start to develop that moment muscle, which in most people tends to be really weak, not by any fault of their own, but simply because they don't use that moment muscle. And the only reason they don't use it is because they don't know how to use it. They never learned. And my guess is, you know what I'm talking about, because most people were not raised knowing how to handle emotionally challenging situations in the moment. They were simply taught to deal with things or not make a big deal out of things or let it roll off your shoulder, which of course never works because the emotion that you're feeling stays until you learn how to manage it, which again, most people don't know how to do. 
And the more I talk about this, the more passionate I get about my program because of the results that the women who go through it get. And I'll just give you one example. In my last cohort in January, there was a woman named Leah from Toronto. And this is what she wrote to me at the end of the program. I used to find myself stuck in complicated situations, like when I can't predict how my sister is going to show up. One day she's kind to me, and the other day she can totally ignore me. I used to feel so confused with how to handle those situations that I would just automatically react with my old patterns, like quick comebacks, that I later regretted. Your program has shown me how to respond in such a simple and effective way that I just couldn't see before. It's like a domino effect. When I take responsibility for my emotional reactions, I witness positive results in the moment. The shift isn't subtle, it's palpable. And so my dear podcast listener, if you want to join the next cohort, click on the link in the show notes to join before the doors close. I only open the doors to this program a few times a year, so definitely do not wait. If you're on the fence, you have nothing to lose because I offer a seven-day back guarantee because I am that confident with the program and the results that you get. Okay, so today I want to talk about addictions, patterns, and habits, what they are, what the difference is between them, and what this has to do with my work of being able to handle everyday emotionally challenging situations in your life in the moment. So let's start out with some definitions so that we're all on the same page. Okay, what is an addiction? An addiction is a neuropsychological disorder characterized by a persistent and intense urge to engage in certain behaviors one of which is the usage of drugs, despite substantial harm and other negative consequences. So some of the more common types of addictions can include alcohol addiction, prescription drug addiction, and drug addiction. Okay, now let's look at habits. What is a habit? A habit is a routine of behavior that is repeated regularly and tends to occur subconsciously and is usually hard to give up. The longer the behavior goes on, the harder it is to give up. Examples of habits include morning rituals like brushing your teeth, taking a shower, making coffee, etc. Habits can be divided into good habits that you want to keep and bad habits that you want to break. Now, before we go into the definition of patterns, let's just take a pause and look at what really is the difference between an addiction and a habit. Because if you think about it, there really seems to be a lot of overlap between the two. They both have in common the idea that there's a behavior that is repeated regularly and is usually hard to give up. So is the only difference that a habit is unconscious, like you aren't aware that you're doing it, and an addiction is conscious, like you are aware, but you do it anyway? Well, as I was preparing for this episode, I did some research and found that actually the difference between the two can be really perplexing and overwhelming. And the line that separates them can be unclear. And that certain addictive behaviors can really overlap in a lot of unexpected ways. And the truth is, addictions are much more powerful than habits because people will tend to make sacrifices to their lives out of an obligation to pursue an addiction. But where it gets confusing is that addictions don't have to be centered 
on consuming substances. According to the International Journal of Preventative Medicine, certain behaviors can be just as addicting, like, for instance, overworking, or spending a lot of time on your phone or social media. But probably the most important distinction between a habit and an addiction is how choice is still possible, to an extent at least, with habit-forming behaviors. When it comes to addictions, people usually have a harder time making decisions because of their dependence on whatever it is that they're addicted to. The bottom line is mental health professionals directly debate the difference between the two, but it does seem that habit formation is more choice-based, while addictive behaviors are more neurologically bound. Okay, so we now know what an addiction is and what a habit is. Now let's take a look at what is a pattern. So a habit is a behavioral expression, something which you do like nail biting or hanging your jacket on a chair instead of a hanger. But a pattern is what our habits are based on. They are the beliefs that you hold or the stories that you feel that lead you to taking certain actions. Many people use these two terms interchangeably, habits and patterns, but the truth is they are not the same. Patterns go one step deeper than habits. And it's really important to understand the difference, especially if you're looking to break adverse habits in your life and create new ones. So habits are at the surface level. This is what you can see. This is your behavior. You cannot see your patterns because your patterns are the thoughts that you think and the emotions you feel. Those are not visible. And yet they are super powerful because it's your patterns that create your habits which can lead to addictions. Did you follow that? Now, why am I bringing this up today? Because inside of my membership community, the Living Deliberately Circle, we are doing just that, living our lives deliberately. We are living our lives on purpose, moment by moment. And in order to do that, and in order to be as efficient as possible, we're doing this work on a deeper level, not just looking at the surface level habits, but we're really looking at our patterns because when you change your patterns, you change your habits. So for example, what you may not realize is that when you get emotionally triggered by someone, just think of anyone in your life, your partner, your child, a neighbor, think about how you react when that person says or does things that irritates you. Your reaction is likely not new, My guess is every time you see or even think about that person, you have the same reaction. That's a habit that you probably didn't even know you had. But the truth of the matter is how we react to people is a habit. And if you want to break that habit, the best way is to get really good and practiced with uncovering your patterns, your thinking patterns and how you feel that are creating that habit because your thoughts create your emotions, and your emotions fuel your actions, which are your habits. And this is the work we're doing inside of my community. And I have to say, this journey is nothing short of amazing, both doing it in my own life and witnessing the women in my community who are doing this alongside me and watching them literally recreate themselves. It is such an amazing privilege to be doing this work. And what I love most is when the women refer to themselves as like, you know, the old, you know, the old Shira would have done this, but the new Shira is doing this. 
And they're making changes in all different areas of their lives, from their relationships to their physical well-being, to their jobs, to their homes, to time management and beyond. Because you literally can live on purpose in any area of your life. And that is our shared goal. And what I love about living deliberately is that it never ends. And every time you recreate yourself in one area of your life, because you were able to uncover patterns that you didn't even know that you had, and hence you were able to break an adverse habit that wasn't working for you and create a new one that will. Once you do that once, you can start looking at other areas of your life and then just continue to grow and evolve doing this work. And it really is doing this work, at least for me, that keeps me feeling alive and feeling like I'm living my life on purpose. I don't see any of this as quote unquote work, right? Or like a burden, even for a second. I see it as a privilege and I see it as a journey. And I literally wake up every morning with excitement to put into place what my plan is for that day, which I do with the help of a worksheet that I created called the Living Deliberately Morning Practice. Now, I wanna tell you where the inspiration for this episode came from. Last week in one of our community sessions, one of the women requested coaching, which is one of my offerings, and she was talking about Instagram and wanting to be doing other things in the afternoons after work, like going for a walk, but instead she's finding herself on the couch with her phone in her hand, and before she knows it, the opportunity to go for a walk is over, and she has to make dinner, and she really wants to make a change in that behavior. So... Just out of curiosity, what do you think? Do you think that this woman who finds herself on the couch scrolling through Instagram instead of going on a walk, which is what she wants to do, would you call that a habit or would you call that an addiction? Either way, I coached her on that. And in order to keep this episode not too long, I'm going to be sharing more about that coaching session in next week's episode. So please stay tuned for that. But what I would love for you to do this week is to start thinking about what habits do you have in your life that you might want to break? And if you can identify those habits, can you identify the patterns that are underneath those habits that are creating the habits? And if you are able to identify habits that you want to break, you might want to consider if any of those habits, would you consider it an addiction? Like I said, I'm going to be back next episode to be talking more about all of this. Okay, my dear friends, if you are on my newsletter, you will know that the doors to my program, The Living Deliberately Experience, are now open through Wednesday. If you find that you have a habit of emotionally reacting to people and things in your life, you definitely don't want to miss joining me. Not only will you learn my simple tools for handling situations better in your life, As I mentioned in this episode, you're going to learn how to be proactive and start recreating your life, starting with your patterns so that you can create new habits and start living the life you want to live. And for those of you who are curious about my community, the only women I invite into that community are those women who go first through my program and get what I call emotionally equipped. Because if you don't have the foundation, if you don't know my tools, If you're not using these strategies in your life, being a part of my membership community won't make much sense at all. So the sooner you get into my program, the sooner you can join my community. If the doors are still open when you are listening to this episode, you can click the link in the show notes and enroll in the next cohort. 
If you click the link in the show notes and it takes you to a page that says something like, bummer, the doors are closed, well, then you'll have to wait until next time. Be sure you are on my newsletter so you will be the first to know when the doors open next. Okay, my dear friends, thank you so much for being with me today. Wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And remember, you can handle anything. Thank you for joining me for this episode of the podcast. If you liked what you heard today, please share it with a friend or family member who may not know much about podcasting. If they need help, please show them how to subscribe to the show and how they can leave a review. And if you aren't yet subscribed to my newsletter, make sure you do sign up by visiting my website, shiragura.com. I look forward to being with you again next week.